Hello, stylish leaders. Matthew Simmons here. I'm so happy you're listening to this podcast episode. Welcome. Welcome back. And I know it's been a minute since I did one. And thank you for bearing with me. I've been traveling and doing a lot of different things. So thank you for hanging in there for our new content. We got this incredible episode for you. And we're going to talk about the cancer of arrogance. That's right. Yes, you read that title correctly. And that's what we're talking about. Because I think this is a very important topic. Every leader needs to know the difference between confidence and arrogance. Because cancer, uh, arrogance really is a cancer and it'll steal you of your of your peace. It'll steal you of resources, of connections because no one wants to be around you. And uh, we're going to throw a quote in and we're going to throw a scripture verse in as usual. Every episode we got some kind of a quote from other than other than myself because I want to give this some credibility. But I want to kind of lay the framework here of what arrogance is and isn't. So number one, what it isn't, arrogance is not confidence. So you can be confident in who you are. And what true confidence looks like is you're aware that you are good at something and you are the best at something because you have applied yourself, you have trained yourself, you work hard, you're diligent, you got the right connections, you know what you are, you know who you are, you know who you are, that's confidence. You know, you walk in and say, I'm the best salesman in this office because I've, I've I've applied myself, I've trained myself, I go to seminars, I go to workshops, I'm the best athlete on this field because I train daily, I work out, I, I, I do the right, I do everything with integrity, I do everything by the books, I do everything uh, the proper way, uh, I don't take any steroids or anything, I'm the best, uh, fill in the blank, I'm the best at this because I'm the best doctor, I'm the best mechanic because I've won awards in this area, I've been, I've been in the field for this many years, that's confidence, you're not being arrogant. You're not, you're not thinking more of yourself than you ought to. That's a scripture. I can't remember the reference, but look it up. Um, leaders are readers, so leaders look up things. So, But you're not thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to. You're not thinking something of yourself that's not true. If you're not a great basketball player, you're not walking around thinking that you're the best at everything on the planet and you're the best basketball player because you're not. Arrogance makes Arrogance comes upon somebody and it portrays someone as being better at something than they're really not better at that particular thing and they usually someone that's arrogant usually just looks at the whole spectrum and they just think that they themselves are just great so they're just great at everything and that's not true you got to remain humble and this is a great time for the scripture to come in and this is a scripture reference that i want to reference here it's proverbs 16 18 it said prize pride goes before destruction a haughty spirit before a fall so basically what that says is is don't don't elevate yourself prematurely because God wants to elevate you. It also says in the scripture that, you know, God will elevate you at the proper time. So you don't want to, God will promote you, but you don't want to promote yourself because let me tell you something. I've seen it happen. When you start promoting yourself and you start becoming really, really arrogant and you start becoming really, really haughty and you start really thinking that you're more than you are, you become the fall, the heart, the, the, Higher you climb, the harder and longer it is you fall because it's just true. So you got to make sure that whenever you're climbing that corporate ladder or you're growing yourself, you want to make sure that you stay humble because when you make mistakes and inevitably it'll happen, people will be there for you instead of just saying, oh, well, serves you right for being so arrogant all the damn time, okay? I mean, that's, that's what people will say. And... Um, you don't want that to be said of you. You want people to say, hey, you know what, man? You've been so gracious. You've been so friendly. You've been so kind. I want you to understand that we have your back. We love you. We care for you. You're, you've, you've done everything the right way. You've done everything by the book. You've been a man of your word. You've been a woman of your word. 
We want to know. We want you to know that we're here for you. We care for you. And we want to rally, rally around you because, you know, you've done everything right. You're humble. You keep God first. You know, you, you treat others with respect. You follow the golden rule. You know, you, you, all those things. Um, and the golden rule simply is, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And no one wants to be treated like a dog. And no one wants to be treated like like they're less than but that's what arrogant people do and really the reason people are arrogant is because they're insecure and this is a great time for a quote here because this i found this quote and i thought it was really good and it is from tim fargo and it simply says arrogance is the is the camouflage of insecurity arrogance is the camouflage of insecurity that's by tim fargo and i think that's really good because it really is because people who are confident in who they are they don't have to put on these airs they don't have to they don't have to overdress or they don't have to overhype themselves. Or they don't have to, you know, I'm not against dressing well, but I am against like trying to buy all the name brands and impress everybody. You don't have to shop at the most expensive places. You don't have to drive the most expensive car. You don't have to live in the biggest house to be confident in who you are. And you certainly don't have to brag about it or show it off. Now you'd be thankful for it, but you don't have to call around and say, hey, you know, this watch cost me $10,000. This is a Rolex, by the way. You know, this is a Rolex. You know, this is, oh, these shoes, these are from Gucci, you know what, and I bought these full price, you know, uh, you know, and I live, this is my home here. You know, you don't have to do that. People who are very successful, I know a lot of people who are very successful who have all those things, and it's not wrong to have those things, but they have those things, and they don't, they don't, but the things don't have them. They don't, they're not arrogant at all. They're thankful, and they give God the, the glory and the praise for receiving them and for having them, but they don't run around telling everybody that they have them. They don't run around telling everybody, hey, look at how God's blessed me. I have this you know, this expensive thing. And isn't that just great? They don't do that every every minute of every day. They just thank God for whenever whenever the topic comes up. They say, you know what? I just praise God that I have it. But they don't. And I th I'm thankful for the team of people that I have that are working for me, that are making my business successful. And I'm thankful for my, my wife or my husband that are here to support me. I'm thankful for my family that's here to support me. But they're not rubbing it in people's faces for people because not everyone has that same privilege. Not everyone has that same support system. They're not rubbing it in. Okay, because pride and arrogance rubs it in to people. There's a couple things that pride does. There's three things that, there's three ways you can discern the spirit of pride upon somebody. Number one, and I, I, before I even start, I can see it. I can see it and feel it a mile away. I can see it on their face and their countenance. But there's some things that pride does that makes it obvious. Number one, it shuns people. The number one tale of, of pride is just, it has that country clubby, snooty, stuck up attitude. It won't talk to just anybody and everybody. You know, it, it, it's begrudgingly kind. It's almost like, you know, I think you've heard me say it's like that church nice. It's that, you know, I'll be nice to you because I have to be, but I'm not going to really be nice to you kind of a thing. That kind of quote unquote church nice. Um, now, nice to see you, but I don't really care about your kind of an attitude and, and tone of voice. It's, it's, I'm really nice to this person, but I really despise this person. And you can really tell that it's pride because you can try and introduce yourself to somebody and they just looked at you like, oh, hi. And they've never met you before. They don't know anything about you. They've never seen you before in their life and they already have a prejudgment against you. That's arrogance. That's pride. They've already formulated a, a perspective or an idea in their mind about you that's not even true. They're already thinking that you're less than, that you're worthless, that you can't do anything, that you know, you're not measuring up to their standard and they don't even know you. So that's number one trait of pride is they just look down upon you and they, they pick who they want to be kind to. And there's a difference between being kind to and, and associating yourself with. There is a difference. You want to be careful who you associate, who you associate yourself with because you, surround, you show me your friends, I show you your future. 
but you want to be kind to everybody. You, you don't want to look down upon anybody. So that's the number one trait. Number the second trait is they're they're boastful of accomplishments that they haven't really accomplished. They're going to uh, project their arrogance into things that they haven't done, but they know they can do it because it's like they. Well, I, I'm not. I've never been to medical school, but I'm gonna tell you right now. Even though I haven't no desire to be a doctor, I'm sure I'd be the best doctor in the world because I'm just that good. That that's that's not really humility. You're not in that field. You haven't applied yourself. So that's kind of an arrogant stance. I mean, you you can't you can't just assume that you're going to be the best at everything that you do, because you know God will give you the grace to do what He's called you to do. And there's some things that you'll never be the best at. But that's okay because you don't have to be. You don't have to be the best at everything because he hasn't called you. If he hasn't called you or equipped you to do something, then you don't have to be the best at it. Um, but yeah, if he's put, placed it on your heart to do it, then you will be equipped to do it and then do it in excellence. And you might technically not be the best at it, but just be the best under the Lord and be the best version of you. Stop trying to be the, the best at everything if, you know... You might be a doctor and you might not be known as the best in the world, but you're the best you can be and God will bless it or vice versa. Um, but you be confident in your abilities. But they always want to be exalt themselves before due time. They always want to, they always brag and they always are, are boastful um, of skills that they don't have. And, and the third thing that they'll do is, it's kind of the same, but it's in a different area. They, they will rub their success in your nose. They'll be like, every time that they are talking, they'll be like, oh yeah, well I did this and I did that and I did this and I did that. And they're trying to inflate themselves because they're seeking attention. What they're really doing is they're trying to validate what they're doing. And since no one's doing it, they have to do it themselves. And the reason no one is doing it is because no one wants to be around somebody that's arrogant and full of pride. That's not what someone wants to be around and what will always end up happening and God always has a way of doing this and and this is one of those deals where I had to, I've just had to just say you know what Lord I love these people I don't like that behavior I love these people because it's always been a pet peeve of mine to be around these kind of people because they just they just they're just so grating you know but um, God will always have a way of humbling people and and don't be full of pride and like the fact that they're being humble but God will have a way of humbling people and he'll usually elevate if there's a person in this person's life or a type of person in this person's life that they just can't stand because they're just not at the caliber of them, God will always put someone in their life, maybe someone that's not economically as high as them or maybe doesn't look the way they want them to look. You know, they're not as, they're not the cool kid kind of a thing. But God will always puts someone in their life and elevate that person that they don't want to associate with. He'll always elevate them in front of them and give them what they want instead of giving it to them because God will always have a way of of humbling you to say, hey, you know what? You're, you're walking in arrogance. You're walking in pride just to show you, just to humble you. I'm going to give it to the person that you constantly overlook. And this is, you know, we can see this all throughout. You know, we see this is a, a big movie plot line, you know, like the arrogant person kind of gets outshone by the humble person who does it the right way. That's a good Hollywood storyline. And, um, I wish we as a society as a whole could follow that. But a lot of people just don't understand that and they're going to find out the hard way. But 
I encourage you as a leader to walk in humility, to walk in a humble spirit, because when you do, God will open up more doors for you. Because just treat everyone the same. Treat everyone with respect. Treat the homeless person with respect. And treat the CEO of a Forbes Top 50 company with respect. Because they all deserve respect. Equal respect does not necessarily mean that you give equal opportunity to everybody. As a leader, you have to understand not everyone has the same skill set. So don't give you know, responsibility to everyone equally, but give respect to everyone equally. Because we were all created in the image of God. And we all do that respect. So thank you for listening. Again, you know where to find me on all the podcasting platforms. Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, Google, Spotify, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Again, follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Stylish Leadership. That's the name for all the podcast platforms and all the uh, social media platforms. And again, I want to connect with you. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, follow me. Also, I'm on Facebook, just personal profile, Matthew Simmons. Send me a friend request. I have all kinds of entrepreneur events, financial workshops in the area, um, business uh, summit seminars in the area. I'd love to connect with you, plug you into an environment that gets you connected to resource, connect your financial independence, connected to, connected to uh, a spiritual environment that grows you because I do all kinds of different events in the area here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So if you're listening in the area, I know you are because I know many of you are. Just reach out to me and connect. I want to stay connected and and um private message me i want to stay connected with you all right let me know how the podcast is a is a a help to you i'd love to hear that so again on your side my friends you're fearfully wonderfully made and we'll catch you in the next episode